0: cross-border business talks,
1: HLB's global
0: podcast series on international business
1: topics. Hi everyone and welcome to the HLB podcast series Cross-Border Business Talks. My name is Amy Spillard, Head of Technology Partnerships here at HLB International, and today we're going to be diving into the world of AI and tax and shining a light on some of the key challenges and opportunities that we're seeing in this area. So uh, we're living in an age now where the volume and the rate at which data is being produced and the way that we access this data is happening quicker than it's ever happened before. So this is driving super rapid advances in technologies that are really transforming the way that business and economies operate And by extension, the way in which the accounting industry has to operate. So the cost of data processing um, and data storage has reduced so significantly over the past decade. And this data revolution means that we're living in an increasingly agile and innovative world. So new technologies are constantly evolving in a really broad range of fields, but we're all very well aware that AI is the hot topic at the moment. Um, it's growing at such a staggering rate um, and the potential seems endless, but it can also be a, a bit of a minefield. Um, just to use a really recent example, um, obviously everybody's talking about Chat GPT at the moment, and not so long ago it, it took them just five days to reach one million users. Whereas if we look back a few years, um, it took Twitter two whole years to reach a million users, and it took Netflix three and a half years to hit the same kind of user count. So pretty staggering stuff. Today, what we want to do is really explore the relationship between AI and tax. And as mentioned, AI has become so accessible now that the benefit of early adoption has effectively disappeared. So instead, our tax leaders are facing the risk of falling behind their competitors if they're not investing the right type of time and resource in cleansing their data and kicking off their own AI programmes. So today, I'm really delighted to be joined by Jim Bork, HLB's global advisory and technology leader, and Bruce Stanley, tax consulting partner at HLB Ireland. So a really warm welcome to you both.
0: Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Amy.
1: So Bruce, maybe if I kick off with you, we'd love to dive into whether or not you're seeing tax functions starting to use AI more, or is there still some confusion around what exactly it is and and what it entails?
2: Sure. I think tax functions have actually been using AI for quite some time now. Um, Certainly the tax software that we use at HLB Ireland has AI capabilities within it. For example, the, the personal tax software can interact with the revenue online services and it can access clients' employment details. So we can gather that and then pre-populate the, uh, that part of their personal income tax return. There's also accounting software such as HubDoc, which can read uh, PDF invoices of purchase invoices, and it will post those expenses and record the VAT and the VAT rates on a line-by-line basis, which is then used in preparing the, the VAT returns. And that software has been around for almost 10 years now. So with both direct and indirect taxes, AI is already um, in play. I think the big shift um, that we're seeing is really around this generative AI, um, which again, it's not really new technology. I believe it's been around since about 2014, but it's only recently that it's started to get kind of the publicity and it's really started to make huge improvements in the way that it works and the information that it generates. I think firms are cautiously starting to explore how that can help us. You know, as tax consultants, we're very close to our clients and our role as a trusted advisor. So I think it's important that we're using AI in the right way and getting that part is very important.
1: And So just to kind of touch upon that cautious exploring, and, you know, we, we see this in the mainstream media that perhaps there is still some kind of apprehension and s- some nervousness. Um, when it comes to that generative AI piece, do you think there's still some kind of apprehension, particularly amongst tax functions, when it comes to embracing this technology? Or, or do you think, you know, people are starting to move towards an open-minded uh, kind of willingness to, to embrace? I
2: think there is still certainly a lot of apprehension around it. I think people do want to um, explore it and see how it can be used. I think as tax consultants and accountants, we're generally a kind of a cautious bunch by nature. But I suppose the technology is a bit of a, a closed box. So the way that generative AI works, you don't really get to see what's kind of going on behind the scenes. You only kind of see the output, which is then kind of put into a human voice. And I think that just having that transparency really isn't there all the time. So... You know, if I'm asked a question in relation to VAT or income tax or whatever, I can go away and do the research and I can be confident that I've only used kind of trusted sources. But without that transparency there with the generative AI, I think there's concerns just in in using it to generate information. Like I've seen examples where it's been kind of used to create like client letters to give them updates on kind of new development syntax. And I think it can kind of be a good starting point, but it, it would just be kind of a tool, I think, to Help with the kind of the first draft, which then has to be reworked and kind of put into your own voice but i think it can be useful
1: absolutely so it's kind of you know creating the governance and the procedure around that and i guess you know educating the full firm around you know it will get you so far but absolutely having the procedure in place whereby the the results and the output are reviewed by the appropriate people within the team um and and that's kind of i guess validated or checked in the appropriate ways
2: yes i think the risk management around that is, is one of the key areas that people do have that concern around. But I think that exists with a, with a lot of technology.
1: So, Jim, maybe perhaps coming to you now, I guess on a slightly more positive note, um, you know, where perhaps there, there's still some some apprehensions some, some nervousness. Um, absolutely, I think advances that need to happen in, in, like you said, the kind of the policy and the regulation around it. But what do you think, Jim, are, are some of the opportunities that we're seeing for the tax profession when it comes to AI?
0: Sure, Amy. When you think about the tax profession, you think about all of those manual tasks that we have in tax. So many manual steps. And that, to me, when you look high level about the value that artificial intelligence can add to the tax practice, it really comes down to automating all of those manual steps. I mean, you think about it globally, tax works in so many different ways, but there's one common link lots of manual tasks. So when I look at our new hires, we bring them in out of school, you know, they didn't go to school to learn how to take information off of source documents and key them into your tax software, right? So so what I would encourage everyone to do is really look at All of those manual tasks that exist in the tax practice, all the way from information gathering, documents from our clients, tax documents, every single step of the way. Examine all of those steps and say, you know, how can artificial intelligence, AI, solve this piece? And you talk about fear a few minutes ago. You know, there's there's a big fear that AI is going to take our jobs away in tax. I will tell you that is clearly not the case. What's going to happen is AI will make us more efficient in tax. It'll help to automate those manual tasks as Bruce identified already, some of those manual tasks that are being identified already automated with AI. So that's what's going to happen. We're gonna continue to see progression in that space and continued modification of all those manual tasks with uh, artificial intelligence.
1: At least perfectly on to my next question, which I guess is diving into the practical steps of how a tax function can best begin its journey with AI. If there's firms listening that are perhaps kind of just getting started into looking at the tools out there and understanding how to kind of practically apply them in the best way possible, any advice for the firm you mentioned kind of taking a look at, These are all of their manual processes. What's kind of the best or the most valuable place to begin, do you think?
0: Well, what I would do, Amy, it's not rocket science here. This is a very, believe it or not, very, very easy process. Don't be mystified by artificial intelligence. Don't be scared. Don't run and hide. Literally have a huddle with your staff and talk about how does the tax return go through the firm. Right from day one which some firms send out information, some uh, questionnaires to their clients to complete. Other firms simply meet with their clients, and they deliver the source documents needed for the tax prep process. But literally, step through your tax process and identify. All I would ask, I'm not asking someone to create right now all the automation around those steps, but simply identify those steps, identify all the pain points. Uh, you know, I encourage auditors to do the same thing when it comes to audit. We, Our whole profession is filled with so many of these pain points. So sit down, identify all of those pain points, and then when they're identified, you could sit down with someone that understands artificial intelligence. What role could artificial intelligence play? And not only that, we also have HLB members that specialize in identifying those manual steps and automating those manual steps. So engage them. For advice on helping, you know, how can we automate these pieces?
1: Fantastic advice. Um, you know, we see amongst the network the f- firms who are at varying kind of stages of the journey and, and some kind of perhaps more advanced than others. So absolutely, just to reiterate that, kind of connecting with the network and learning from peers in terms of where they began and, and you know, perhaps learning from some of the pitfalls and the successes that they've had. So kind of absolutely reach out to, to the HRB office to help kind of connect you with, with those firms. And so I guess with that in mind, just opening us to kind of both of you do, you, do you think there are still some potential barriers to AI adoption specifically within the tax function? Do you think it's kind of an open area where there's lots of opportunity? Are there any challenges or, or barriers we need to be kind of diving into and, and picking?
0: So I would say absolutely. Like any other new technology, when we embrace new technology, there are always barriers. You know, the, one of the biggest barriers that I've identified is there's the misconception that artificial intelligence is going to take jobs away from tax preparers. That's false. Artificial intelligence will not take jobs away. Artificial intelligence will put us in a position uh, to be better trusted advisors for our clients, right? It's going to help the young professionals out of school to do what they learned how to do. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, they didn't learn in school how to take information off of source documents and key it into tax software. A machine, a bot, artificial intelligence can do that. So the barriers are that it's the misconception it's going to take jobs away. No, it's going to make us better at our current jobs. It's the misconception that It's very complicated. It's too complicated, this artificial intelligence. No, it's not. I'm not asking any tax practitioner to sit down, create bots and create algorithms to do this. All I'm asking them to do is identify the manual tasks and then engage those data scientists or those individuals to help with that process. So it's not a mystery. It's not complicated. It's not going to take jobs away. It's really going to enhance what we do in the tax practice.
1: Fantastic, and and Bruce, perhaps just bouncing to you, I guess as a, as a firm who you know have implemented these tools in a real world scenario, were there any barriers or challenges that that you came up against when first getting started that we can make other firms aware of, or just things to look out for, I guess?
2: Yeah, I think we could really see the benefits of it. So I think when you're doing any kind of uh, change implementation, if people have been doing a, something for a long time, one way they don't necessarily want to change, but I think when we could see the benefits so clearly that uh, that helped us get over that one of the other things i think is just making sure that the staff are properly skilled on using the software there i think we all probably have software packages that have a myriad of functions that we just we don't use so i think just making sure that you're getting the best out of it there's also obviously the cost and the regulatory issues but you know all of the software that kind of pre-exists out there like hub.com obviously that's obviously cleared for any regulatory issues that we would have so they're all fine but yeah i think it's it's Keeping the people in your firm informed on the change and really showing them what the benefits are, because I think everybody just wants their life to be easier as as Jim is saying, nobody wants to be they kind of just doing data entry and um, so if there's software that can do that we should certainly adopt it
1: it's an interesting point actually um and a challenge that we've seen come up kind of time and time again at, at various HLB events is when it comes to implementing technological change or new tools especially in i guess a, a relatively new field such as ai those kind of polarizing opinions particularly when it's within a firm and you've got some perhaps personalities that are um, a little bit more resistant and kind of set in their ways of doing things. That can be a key challenge is trying to bring them along on the journey and make sure that everybody is as receptive and open minded to adopting these new new tools as possible. Um, So you touched upon kind of, I guess, demonstrating the benefits and showing the value that, that something like AI can have again just in a practical sense how did you go about doing that you know did you kind of implement and ask for forgiveness afterwards and kind of present that back to the business and say hey look this is how much efficiency we've driven or how much value we've driven and how did you kind of I guess bring everybody on board and was that a challenge that you kind of came up against or was everyone kind of raring to go?
2: Most of the people were kind of very very open to change we're kind of lucky like that in our practice but we kept them informed we you know we were explaining from very beginning what software we were introducing why we were introducing first and being very clear on on the benefits from day one and then making sure that everybody was was adequately trained on it you know so that nobody was just being given the software and told to to get on with it that we have we had external consultants coming in and showing us how to get the most out of the software and be really clear on, the, on the benefits of it as well, as I say, um, but that upskilling the staff and, uh, and clear communication, I think, were key to it.
1: I guess we've touched upon some of the risks and the challenges. And and again, Jim, this is something that we've seen come up time and time again at at the events is how do we kind of regulate the use specifically of genitive AI? And how do we put the appropriate kind of policy and procedure in place to make sure that it's being used in in a risk free way? And with something that is so new, do we kind of think that it's going to be difficult to regulate AI in the profession and, and kind of where do we kind of begin with that process
0: so so Amy that's a really good question you know whenever we deploy new technologies in our profession uh, there's always room where we ask about regulation and should it be regulated you know I'm out there I, I am not convinced that artificial intelligence's role in the tax practice in our profession requires regulation uh, it's like anything else. It's changes will continue to happen as we introduce new technologies. I mean, the coolest thing is, you know, artificial intelligence is not chat GPT for tax, right? Chat GPT, yes, has its roots in artificial intelligence. And I know the whole tax community and the accounting community and our HLB community, they're right now debating you know, how to wrap their heads around that. Artificial intelligence is different. It's really something that's long overdue. Technology is finally up to speed. It's finally moving quick so that now we're able to do this quicker than we've ever done it before. Processing speed is lightning fast. So there's so many different components of artificial intelligence. But when I look at it, I don't see regulation As a core component of it, I say embrace this new technology concept. And I say new when it's really not new. It's just it's it's shown up on everyone's radar because now we're all about that. You know, we went to the cloud. That wasn't rocket science. We didn't we didn't require regulation. There were things that fell out that required regulation as we went to the cloud, it was privacy, it was security. So, you know, around privacy and security, that's still at, you know, first and foremost for all of our firms. We are the trusted advisors protecting our client information. And I would say even as we go down this path with identifying opportunities for automating the manual tasks, specifically artificial intelligence, first and foremost is we're protecting that data that our clients entrust to us.
1: Yeah, I know, I know there's, um, you know, some, some work ongoing to update kind of data privacy rules to meet the kind of ever-changing world of AI, uh, you know, th- I guess gaps that aren't currently covered by things such as GDPR, yeah. for example, yes. um, So yes. you know, still potentially th- some work to do in, in that space. And I know, yeah. Jim, we spoke about some of the challenges specifically around international work, um, where I is AI is involved and we're kind of passing data from one jurisdiction to another and, yes. you know perhaps some of the difficulties that are going to come up there that regulation might solve in in the future. So, yes, it seems like there's still a couple of gaps like that that we need to fill for sure.
0: Yes. And you're absolutely right. It's again, it's not the concept, AI, that's requiring massive change. It's that this is the next level of technology that we're deploying in our in our profession. And as with every deployment of new technology, it gives rise to questions. How is that client data protected? Like you mentioned, going, you know, where where is that data going to sit? Is it going to sit in our country? Is there a chance that artificial intelligence could be doing calculations in another country? Is, could that data be stored in another country? So it doesn't change the concepts. It causes greater awareness on those existing things. And again, it comes back to protection of client data. And it's something that has exploded over the last few years.
1: So I guess with that in mind, is there anything? And you know, we spoke about kind of firm collaboration and leaning on the network to hear from from fellow firms in terms of what they've done and how they've got started. What can HLB be doing to support its members, uh, embrace AI for the future um, in terms of expanding into new service lines, driving efficiency, and, and really leaning on AI? What can HLB be doing to, to support its members?
0: I mean, what HLB could be doing, HLB is doing, right? I look at our conference that we're having, our global conference coming up in Madrid. We have artificial intelligence is on the agenda. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to be talking about its role. We're going to to continue to create awareness about artificial intelligence. We've already identified firms around the globe that are specializing in helping companies with understanding artificial intelligence and the role that they can make. And we're inviting those firms to be part of HLB. So when I look at HLB, I look at the fact that we are out there ahead of the curve. We're out there cutting edge with respect to a lot of these new technologies. So just rest assured, if you're an HLB member out here in our space practicing We have that aspect covered. We are always looking and identifying those opportunities. I mean, Amy, you know that as head of our Affinity and Relationship Program with third parties out there, today we're identifying technology companies that are embedding AI, machine learning, utilizing bots in their technology today. So that is going to continue at a pace that we have never witnessed in the past.
1: Yeah, there's some, some fantastic expertise within the network, um, as you said, both in terms of the firms and the progressive work that they're doing. And also, our, our like you said, our, our third party partners. So we we'll just implore everyone to, you know, if, if you need some advice or uh, recommendations for the best tools to be using, then please do reach out and get in touch. Lastly, before we wrap up, Bruce, Jim, anything else that you'd like to kind of dive into today, specifically within the realms of AI and tax? You know, we've we've kind of touched upon some of the challenges and the opportunities. Anything else that you think firms need to be aware of or considering at this point in time?
2: It's very important just to embrace change. And, you know, our most successful clients are generally the most innovative ones. And we need to keep pace with their needs and their requirements. And AI is one of the ways which we can do that. You know, and as Jim is saying, it should be seen as a tool which will help us get our work done and improve our efficiencies and our capacities. You know, I think a shortage of talent is one of the major problems that's facing practices Everywhere I everyone I talk to is talking about the difficulty of getting staff. So I think AI can, by getting rid of those or increasing the capability to do that, that, that data entry quickly, uh, can then free up staff time in order to concentrate on the more value-adding activities, which is why our clients really come to us in the first place. That would be my takeaway from it, to embrace the change.
0: Yeah, so Amy, my takeaway would be just that. Don't be mystified by artificial intelligence. Understand it's just that next level of technology that's entering our practices. Our entire profession is really ripe for introduction of new technologies, and this is one that could really help us. So don't run in a hide from it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be mystified by it. It will not take our jobs away. And at the end of the day, I think we'll have better quality deliverables to our clients and we'll be doing them in a much more efficient way. And a plug for advisory. If we are utilizing all of these technologies in the compliance area of tax, think about how much free time that we will now have to be better advisors to our clients.
1: Yeah, love that mindset. And like you both said, all about having kind of the right attitude to to these types of things and and, and embracing. So been an absolute pleasure to speak with you both and hear your insights and certainly more to come from HLB in terms of AI and various thought leadership, whether that's through the conferences, through our various marketing channels. There'll be plenty more to come on, on this. But thank you both so much for your time. If anyone has any questions or wants to know any more, then please you reach out to any one of us because we'd be delighted to talk with you more so thank you both
2: thanks for listening for more information about
0: this topic and other cross-border business insights visit www.hlb.global forward slash insights